Hello and welcome to today's episode of Date in a Blink, where we're hosting Shrist and Courtney for a Blink date. Modern dating sucks, but it doesn't have to. Here on the Date in a Blink podcast, you'll listen in on 10-minute voice-only speed dates between strangers. The experience is designed to move people beyond mindless wiping and marathon messaging. Our position on online dating? It's time to stop collecting pen pals and start, oh, I don't know, going on actual dates. Online dating? That actually involves dating? Is that even a thing anymore? But for real, dating should be fun. We hope listening in inspires y'all to try new ways of meeting people. Tune in every other week to hear a new couple go on a date. In between, we'll talk to relationship experts about how the date went and what we can learn from it. Will our handpicked podcast matches find love on these blink dates? Or will they say goodbye to each other after 10 minutes and never look back? Tune in to find out. Before we jump into today's blink date, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Today's prompt comes from Modest Notes, a brand creating products for adults to improve their communication skills for the purpose of developing more meaningful, intimate relationships. Visit www.modestnotes.com to check out their decks. We're here on Date in a Blink today with Shrist and Courtney. I'm going to let you two dive in, but in case it's helpful to get the conversation started, I'm going to leave you with this question. Are you typically drawn to the villain or the hero in TV shows and movies? And if so, what is one of your favorite characters? Okay, well, um, hi, Shreth, first of all. Um, I feel like I'm typically drawn to the hero, not so much the villain. Um, But to be honest, I don't actually watch that much TV. What about about books or other materials? Uh, I mainly, I guess I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, Okay. Uh, and when it comes to books, I only really read books for uni, I guess. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, hello, Courtney. Uh, I, um, I'm a bit of a mixed person. I don't mind understanding both perspectives because uh-huh. I, I like to look at what's the modus operandi of each person and yeah. why they are that way. So I, I prefer to look at the heroes first, but then also look at the villains, for an example. So you would have yeah. seen the Joker that would have been going around, but they sort of tried to humanize him in the latest movie, if that makes sense. Okay, so, yeah. And that really attracted a lot of audiences that, oh, there is this whole side to why the Joker is the Joker. So I, yeah. I, I prefer to understand the character and why they are and how they operate. Yeah, I like that perspective. Um, who would you say is one of your favorite characters? That's a tough one. (laughs) Or a favorite movie of yours? A favorite movie of mine would be Fight Club. Okay, no, I haven't seen it. Interesting. Have you have you have you read the book? No, I've heard of it, but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it. All right, I'd recommend the book first, then the movie. Okay, all right, very interesting. I think with a lot of things, the book is usually better. Uh, y- yes and no. Sometimes there's a novelization of books that also occur. So yeah. um, it, it's it's very interesting how much is left out in movies, and then they try and capture that in a book rather than that being the source material. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. All right. Um, what is your favorite character or favorite book that you've read? Um. I like a lot of Nicholas Sparks. Um, <laughs> fair, fair enough. 
Fair enough. Yeah. Um, for movies, though, one of my favorites would be Me Before You. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. yeah really Is that because that. of Amelia Clark or? No, I just really love the movie in general. Um, oh. Yeah, I love love that movie. Also, Dear John is one of my favorites. Yeah, I guess I you can tell I what is that, that movie. <laughs> so, could you please repeat that? I, I guess you could say I like a lot of sad movies. Uh, that's, they're not sad. <laughs> no. they, they're, they're definitely real. Like Me yeah. Before You yeah. is a very, you know, it could happen to anyone kind of story. Yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't seen or read Dear John, so I would not know what that's about. But I am aware it's got Channing Tatum in it. And, um, yeah, it does. Yeah. The other girl, but yeah, can't remember. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good movie. Fair enough. Um, yes. Uh, so what do you do? Are you studying? Are you working full-time? I am working full-time as a quality assurance engineer. So I work on prototypes of hardware and software. Oh, wow. And what does that actually involve, if you don't mind me asking? Nope, that's all right. So uh, I'd give you a wonderful example to help transition it a bit easier. It's Imagine any device that you have. It's running some sort of code and to make sure all of that code is up to scratch and it's doing what it has to do, whether it's the hardware or the software. So your iPhone uh, may have gone through six months of development that mm-hmm. no one really gets to know, but I, being on the cycle, would know what it goes through. So that's my job. Oh, wow, very interesting. That's yeah. Cool. I, I hear you're in university. Is that a correct assumption? Yeah, so I'm doing my, this is my fifth year study. I'm doing my honours in psychology um, and I'm working as a disability support worker. Oh, wow. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's 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 rewarding. I enjoy it. Um, I really love my job, but I've only been doing that for just over a year now. Um, but yeah, I really, really love it. You, you get to know clients really well, their families, um, yeah, it's, it's a great job. What's the toughest thing about your job, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I would say it can be quite emotionally taxing, and um, no matter what, like no matter what mood you're in the, for that day or what's happening, you know, outside of work, um, I like to in- ensure that I'm being a hundred percent present with my clients and giving them all my energy um, and focus time. So I guess that can be quite sometimes quite difficult to kind of switch off from other things that's going on. Um, And also after a shift, sometimes I can be uh, quite emotionally drained at the end of the day, but yeah, but it's still, you know, I still love it and yeah, I wouldn't change the, work for now it suits well with uni and I think it's um just helped me a lot with people skills and um having just a whole different perspective on life and yeah yeah you you sound like a very empathetic person yeah I like to say that I am definitely um yeah I try to be I guess I, I I would assume you'd have to be very uh Agile and also resilient to yes. do what you have to do. 
Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think in life, that's one thing that I really want to, if I can do anything, it's to help people and just um, be as kind as possible to people. Yeah. Oh, look, that's a very noble idea. It's, um, <laughs> I think, you know, I know people say nice, it's, you can't be too nice or being nice is too overrated, but mm -hmm. the, the world is getting a bit dark and cold. So it's, it's nice yeah. to see that. Yeah, definitely. What would you say is one of your best qualities? I'm a great listener. Okay. Or at, at least I've been told that. I, yeah. I would not know if I agree to it or not, but <laughs> I, I do like to listen with the intent of just listening, not yeah. with an intent to response. Okay. No, that's good. Because when someone's trying to express themselves, there's definitely emotions, objectives, ideas, there's a whole thought process that's involved and I like to try and understand that. Yeah. And a good pickup you would have just seen now is when you were talking about your job, I could sense that whole empathy side to you Yeah. and um, pick that up immediately and then <laughs> tell you about it. So that's sort of the person or at least one of the best qualities people say I have. Yeah, I think that's a really good quality to have. Definitely. Mm. The, the other, I'd say, is effective communication. Yeah. Not, not a lot of people can say what's in their head. Yes, there's a limit to how much we process. No one is uh, brutally honest with streams of consciousness. But mm -hmm. so, sometimes you do have to work very quickly in your head to respond to a question. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's true. And what's something maybe that you're wanting to work on or improve? I sort of have, I mean, we all have baggage, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, and I am in therapy for that. So I'll put, I'll be very upfront on that. But, yeah. uh, I, th I think I sort of get in my, in the path of my own happiness. Yeah. So Is putting that... myself last and i put everyone else up first so that's something that i've been working on recently uh, no that's good that's something that's very important to work on definitely so what are your plans after university do you consider going full-time into your current job that you're working in um so after honest i'll finish I think June or July next year, then I'll have to do a master's for two years. Um, and then I'm considering going into developmental educational psychology, possibly. Um, or I was at the start of my, or at the start of this year, I was considering forensic psychology, but I think this job has kind of made me lean more to towards educational developmental um, yeah, I think that'll just suit me a bit more and my passions. And, yeah. At this point in the date, I jumped in to let them know that their date had ended and let them say their farewells. Shreyas and Courtney started off on very different pages, literally. Courtney seemed a bit more into sentimental and romantic genres, whereas Shreyas has an interest in transgressional fiction. The two had a really great ebb and flow, where they asked each other questions and answered in earnest. 
I was really taken aback when Trist commented on Courtney's empathetic nature, and I'll be honest, laughed a little when he said his best quality, as he's been told by others, is how well he listens. The exchange was a little on the nose, but in the best possible of ways. Do you think Courtney and Trist will continue sharing stories? Listen in on next week's episode, where we'll chat with an expert about the date and reveal how their story unravels. That's all we've got for you today. Shoot us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at The Blink Date or at Date in a Blink to let us know what you think. If you want to try voice first speed dating from the comfort of your home, download the Blink Date app today. You can also sign up to participate in Date in a Blink by visiting our website at www.theblinkdate.com. In the meantime, thanks for joining us for this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening and look forward to talking with you again next time.